Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR, talent, and leadership communities to you. For more episodes and the latest articles covering what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com, subscribe and follow us on social media. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and my awesome guest today joining me is Aaron Rubens, Harvard Business graduate and founder of Kudo Board, a workplace appreciation solution for special occasions, company events, and shout outs. Listen as I talk with Aaron about the retention of administrative professionals and creating a culture of appreciation in the workplace. Hey, Aaron, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Bill, thanks so much for having me. Very excited to be here. So, Aaron, as part of my homework, I was reading up on you. You've got a pretty cool backstory, eh? Um, as to how you got to be the CEO at Kudo Board. Um, not the not the typical journey, not the typical story. Quite an inspiring story, I think. So, let, let's start there. Why don't we start by you sharing how you went from high school math teacher to CEO at Kudo Board, and perhaps as part of that please do share the mission of the company. Sure, absolutely. Um, so I, in a, in a former life, was, a, as you mentioned, a high school math teacher. And, you know, it was a fairly intense math class. And over the course of the year, the students typically became fairly close with each other. And it, I was looking for a way at the end of the year to kind of put a capstone on it and allow the students to kind of just sort of end the year right. Uh, and you know, this was an idea that actually another teacher gave me, which was, you know, each student put their name on the center of a piece of paper, and then they passed it around the classroom. And the other students would write, and the, the instructions were for the other students to write, you know, one nice thing or one thing that that person did that helped you out over the course of the year in the class or something like that. And, you know, to be honest, it was, it was really sort of a, a throwaway activity. I didn't think much of it. But in subsequent years, when I did this, I had several students come up to me and said, you know, they never knew people felt that way about them. They had kept that paper, put it up on their wall, things like that. And so this idea that, you know, sometimes people just need permission to say something really nice stuck with me. Um, and, you know, it was, it was a few years later, I was in uh, business school and um, one of my good friends was turning 30 and all of us were sort of spread out across the country and we were looking to kind of do some nice birthday card for him. And we couldn't find an opportunity to like bring the whole group together. And I had kind of thought back to this activity with the students and, you know, ended up creating a little, you know, off the cuff website where everyone uploaded their videos and pictures and messages. And it just, again, kind of brought up that idea of like unlocking the power of a group. Um, and from there, you know, I, I kind of went to Kudo Board where, as you mentioned, it's sort of used for workplace appreciation, special occasions, events, shout outs, but a lot of companies use it essentially as a, a replacement for the card that's passed around and signed on things like birthdays, work anniversaries, things like that. And um, Bill, I know you, you had also sort of uh, alluded to the mission of the company and um, that is essentially to empower people worldwide to give authentic appreciation. You know, I think there's a, a few pieces in there just to call out, you know, one around empowering people. You know, the idea here is really unlocking that power of the group. You oftentimes have people who like to sort of start things and giving those people the tools to be able to, you know, start this, in this case, group card and invite other people to participate is super important. Um, and then, you know, worldwide, you know, about 30% of our use is outside of the U.S. 
Uh, and so just kind of making it clear that we are a, a company with a global focus. And finally, that, that idea around authentic appreciation. Um, you know, there are a ton of different platforms with point systems and leaderboards and, and things like that. And I think that can make a lot of sense in certain circumstances, but we've really chosen to focus on that intrinsic, you know, giving of appreciation to your colleagues. It doesn't necessarily have something um, extrinsic or monetary attached with it. So that, that's kind of what, what brought it all together. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Maybe, maybe you can explain to me now what, what, what a card can mean to a, to a colleague, you know, to tell me, tell me why are cards that perhaps express a happy birthday or con- congratulations on a promotion or perhaps sympathy or other occasions. Why, why are they important gestures? Why, why do they matter so much? Yeah. You know, there, it's a good question. There, there are all of these moments in time where we have an opportunity to kind of let someone know that they matter in our life. And I think cards are essentially, you know, a delivery vehicle for us to do that. So the way Kudo Board works is uh, as a replacement for the card that's passed around and signed, you know, I create one, let's say for you, for your birthday, I can add a message, a video, a GIF, whatever else, invite folks to contribute, and then it will get delivered to you on, on sort of a date that I choose. Um, but I think what makes it powerful is, is kind of what, or what we try to do to make it powerful is, is to allow each person to sort of add their own custom element to the card, you know, whether that's a personalized message, whether that's a video they record or a, you know, a GIF that they find. Um, and I think that's sort of what separates Kudo board from more of like, you know, the physical greeting card where there, you know, it really, what you're getting is the the company, whether it's Hallmark or American greetings or whatever else, they're the ones who kind of like write the message. And then you're, you're essentially just signing it, whether it's you signing it or a group of people signing it. Whereas with Kudo board, we kind of consider ourselves a wrapper for your content. So, you know, we're trying to give you a, essentially a canvas that you can all actually express that that person means something to you in a way that, you know, ideally um, leads to a connection that's fostered or a connection that's strengthened with someone that you, that you work with. Okay. Just drive that one home for me, Aaron, if you don't mind. So how do you stand out? Because uh, my understanding is your primary competitors are are physical greetings cards. So you, I think you mentioned Hallmark, um, American Greetings. Um, though you do have some digital competitors like Group Greeting. What's what's your USP? Spell that one out for me. Yeah. Um, so I guess l- let me start with sort of Kudo board versus physical card. You know, I think physical cards, particularly if you're trying to ask a bunch of people to sign them are inconvenient. So it's just, it's just actually a pain to get a bunch of people to sign. Um, two, they're, they're space constrained. Usually, if you are getting multiple people to sign a card, you can't really fit much more than a couple of, than a signature. Um, and finally, they're, they're time limited. So you get a card, and no matter how nice it is, you know, I know if you're anything like me, you probably lost that card a month later. Where with Kudo Board, you know, it's, it's super easy to allow a bunch of people to sign it's not space constrained, so people can say what they want, record what they want, et cetera. And you as a recipient can revisit it later really easily. And, you know, yeah, for something like a birthday or whatever, that may not matter. But there are lots of Kudo boards created for, for instance, when someone retires from a job. They might have been there for 20, 30 years, and they get this beautiful retirement board with really nice notes from people they've worked with sometimes for decades. 
Um, and what we see is actually for those bigger events, things like retirements, memorials, things like that, people will actually go back and visit them, not just months, but even years later, every once in a while, just to kind of take it in. And we, and we sort of see that in the metrics. And so I think that that can be a really special thing. So that's sort of kudo board versus the, the physical card. You know, in terms of group greeting, uh, whom you mentioned, they are much more from a form factor perspective. They look a lot like an actual card. And so I think if you're looking for something that looks exactly like a physical card, but is digital, then, then group greeting is a great solution. With Kudo Board, it's really sort of a, a take on a card, but set up quite differently in terms of the fact that, it, that it's a board and it's a canvas where um, you know people can, for instance, record videos. That's not something you can do with group greeting or print it out, which is not something you can do it with group greeting. Um, we have other features, you know, like adding gift cards, moderating content, um, things like that. But I'd say the other area we really separate ourselves from, from folks like group greeting is we do have a ton of larger business and enterprise customers. And so because of that, we've really focused on the features that they care about. So things like single sign-on, integrations with Slack, integrations with Teams, um, things like that to make sure that it can work even at, at large scale. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, I just had an idea for a feature. If you haven't already got it, Aaron, you probably already got it. But no, uh, let's hear it. Thinking... It's, it's it's always good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking to, to myself, you know, when when I'm, I was sitting in an office and a, a birthday card was going around, and uh, you're looking at other people's messages, trying to think of something inspirational, something something uh, unique to say, and uh, often. Uh, the, the message is the same old thing over and over again. Uh, many congratulations. One more spin around the sun. So great to work with you. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, yeah, you know, it maybe it'd be good to have a feature where you could have a drop down by a particular category birthday, say, and then um, uh, a bunch of different templates of, of things that you could add in there. And as each one is taken by a colleague that goes in gray or something, I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, no. It's 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 you're totally right that like the more the more birthday cards you do, right, the more it can feel sort of stale and like you're seeing the same thing over and over. Um, it is actually something we're thinking about even now of like, how do we make it easy for people to do lots of them, but also kind of keep it fresh and fun. So, you know, certainly with things like the GIFs and pictures and videos that you can choose from, um, once someone chooses, you know, that like Jim Carrey GIF, the next person won't have access to it. So you, you kind of and there are effectively unlimited um, items like that to choose from because we're integrated with things like Jiffy and Unsplash. Uh, but I think to your point, like what you actually write, I think there are opportunities, like you said, to kind of give people sort of fun templates to choose from that they can like customize and make original, but also make it like easy to use. So I, I, it's a good idea. And it's actually something that's kind of on our mind right now. So well, well timed. Okay, there we go. Copyright, Bill Bannon. No, no, you can have that one. That's all yours. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so who do you work with then, Aaron? Uh, tell us about the types of companies, the industries that perhaps you're particularly strong in. And also as part of the answer, perhaps you could share where HR fits in. You know, how, how do you guys work with the HR department versus other departments to make sure that uh, your, your tools are implemented within companies? Yeah, uh, great question. So, so Kudo Board at this stage, we're approaching... 3 million monthly active users. So there are folks in sort of all sorts of different companies. I'd, I'd say where we see, we used to have a niche within kind of remote and hybrid teams. But as you can imagine, when um, when so many companies went remote or hybrid, uh, Kudo Board sort of exploded in growth. And what we've seen is as teams that were remote have now oftentimes moved to more of a hybrid model. 
that that growth has continued. And so it's less about the size of the company. I mean, we work for, you know, anything from companies 25, 50, 100 to, you know, the T-Mobiles of the world that have, you know, nearly 100,000 employees and then all the folks in between. Um, but it's more, you know, do you have a, a good number of people who are spending a reasonable amount of their day in front of a computer? Um, and are they all in the office around each other every day? Or are you hybrid or global or in some way it's not actually convenient to pass a card around or do shout outs in person and you're looking for a platform to kind of connect you in that way. So really, you know, if, if, if you're remote, hybrid, not all in the same office every day, then, and, but you're spending a good amount of time on the computer, Kudo board is good for you. Um, and to your second question, Bill, around where sort of HR fits in, we, we sort of see it happen in a couple different ways. So typically, Kudo board is initially adopted in an organization by office managers or administrative assistants um, or even managers who used to pass the card around to be signed and are looking for sort of an easier, better, more fun way to do it. And there's sort of a natural viral mechanism in Kudo board where if I create one for you, Bill, and I invite 30 other people to contribute, there's a reasonable chance that one of those 30 people may ultimately create one for someone else who's not on the team and then invite more people to contribute. And so it, it spreads quite quickly across companies. And, and what often happens is someone in HR will say, will get invited to contribute to a kudo board. And then they'll get invited again. And, you know, they'll reach out to us and, uh, you know, through our sort of business or enterprise plans and say, oh, how many of our employees are registered on kudo board? And we look and go, oh, 7,000. Uh, and oftentimes the number kind of astounds them in terms of how many of their employees are already using kudo board. And so that that is oftentimes our introduction to HR is that it's already being used by a fair number of employees in the company. And, and someone in HR might not even know that that's the case until they're invited to one uh, or receive one. Um, and then once we uh, begin speaking with HR, you know, we, we oftentimes have a chance to discuss some of the, the broader functionality of our sort of business or enterprise offerings. So things like, you know, peer recognition, um, things like... Um, what we call company events that are pretty common. Um, and I'll explain what that is in a second, but um, that that's oftentimes our intro to HR uh, is because they sort of received one or were invited to contribute to one. And then when they reach out, realize just how many other employees are using it. Um, the, the, the other way uh, is, as I mentioned, we do quite a bit, quite a few company events. And I'll kind of give you an example. We have one, um, uh, Fortune 500 company that, among other things, uses Kudo Board for um, an annual diversity and inclusion event. And rather than it being for, you know, shout outs or giving praise on this particular board, you know, that the call to action is, um, what does inclusion mean to you at our company? And they invite, you know, the entire organization to participate. Um, they moderate that board, uh, but they, you know, enable certain features like, they enable likes and comments. They enable, um, and, and that kind of thing, like it wouldn't make sense for a birthday card, right? You don't need everyone liking and commenting on every post on a birthday card. But for something like this event, it can make a lot of sense to allow people to engage with individual posts. So, so that tends to be the other way that HR um, gets involved with Kudo Board is when they're looking to do an event. And then they see what kind of uptake it has. And then they start thinking of all the other ways they can use it for. So we have all sorts of different events. You know, I 
can think of one company just last week, another large Fortune 500 company who had what was called a, a community challenge. So they have a bunch of employees that were sort of doing um, different community service efforts, and they wanted to bring it all together in one place. So they asked people to list out, you know, what is what are your sort of acts of kindness this month? And people, you know, put it on there. And it was just a place to kind of bring people together around this goal that they had. Um, and so again, that's sort of the other way that HR oftentimes gets introduced to Kudo Board is through these individual events that they're doing. Okay, so you've got uh, lots of experiential options and lots of ways to recognize folk and to celebrate folk. My next question is, I, I guess, kind of why? <laughs> um, why do it? And, and it's in the context of uh, the Great Resignation, you know, this topic that we seem to always talk about on this show. But why is it so essential to do whatever is possible, Aaron, when it comes to ensuring that employees are satisfied, they are happy, and they feel like they are in a positive and attractive company culture? Yeah, great question. I mean, it's something that, Bill, we think about not just for our product, but also obviously as a company ourselves, how do we keep our own employees happy and engaged and around? And I mean, I think the bottom line is it is a competitive market out there and people, talented people are being approached constantly by other opportunities that are good opportunities. And so it really is incumbent on organizations to ensure that their people are valued and feel valued. And, and, and because that, that is, you know, and part of that is obviously compensation and benefits and, and those things that's super important. But I think also there are these intangible factors um, that a product like Kudo Board can help you bridge and, and do it in a really like authentic way. So again, not so much through, you know, point systems and rewards and this, that, but also giving people sort of a channel to, appreciate each other um, because otherwise you, frankly you'll just you'll lose your people and it's it's I'm sure you've had many segments on the costs of hiring and how long it can take and it, it kind of just gets back to that okay so one thing that I love about the tools offered by kudo board is uh, they recognize the fact that we now live in a, a, a disparate workplace uh, some fo folk might be in the office sometimes you know a few days a week some might be in the office all the time again others might be fully remote and and tools are offered by kudo board um, they, they can help with that right because we're living in this new era of hybrid and remote work here and can you maybe offer some ways to keep remote teams connected? Sure. Well, I mean, obviously I'd start by saying use Kudo board, but <laughs> putting, <laughs> putting that aside, um, you know, I, I think we think about this a lot because not only are many of Kudo board's customers either remote or in many cases hybrid, um, we are also ourselves a, a fully remote team across, gosh, I can't even keep track of the number of states now. So we're constantly thinking about how do we keep our people feeling connected as well? Um, I think one thing that I've heard from enough fellow sort of CEOs and I think failed enough times that, that I know how important it is, is, is really the importance of sort of over communicating. Um, I think a good example is before we hired a head of product at Kudo Board, I was sort of the de facto head of product. And I think we made a lot of good product decisions, but uh, again, I'm obviously biased, but, but I didn't, I sometimes didn't do a great job of communicating to the team why we were doing something or even, you know, when exactly something was going to be launched. You know, the team who was launching it knew, but the broader team might not have been aware. And I think 
that was actually something that our, our, you know, when our head of product came on, she's been really great at making sure that the entire um, team is aware of sort of these big initiatives, these big efforts. And that that effort to over-communicate, I think, has paid dividends and is particularly important when when people are remote or hybrid because there isn't this natural opportunity for that information to transfer sort of in the in-between times. So that that's one. Um, and again, not not probably something, not I'm not telling folks anything I think they don't already know with that one, but it's just one that I think hit me over the head a few times. Um, another thing that we do that I think is is helpful is to you know, create space for little cultural events that are specific to your company that kind of bring people back to the mission and that matter. So for us, an example is we, we have a good number of um, users who, and it's, it's a minority, but there are a good number in sort of absolute terms that tell us like you can, you can feature our board. Uh, there's an option on Kudo board. You can change your board to be public so it can be featured. Um, and so oftentimes on Friday, we will, choose one of those boards where uh, a user kind of gave us permission to feature it and um, kind of highlight it in our, you know, Friday all hands meeting as a way, you know, both to kind of like ground people in how our users are using our product, but also to get people excited about how the mission of bringing people together around authentic appreciation is actually happening. And so that's something, again, specific to our company, but it kind of just brings everyone back together around this, this specific thing. Um, so those, those are two things we do. You know, I, I guess the third that's on my mind for what it's worth is I think there's a ton of advantages to being remote um, in terms of um, obviously cutting out the commute and things like that, but also giving people the flexibility to work, work sort of times of the day that work best for them, giving the people the ability to sort of travel, but still be working um, during piece of the travel, things like that. And so one thing that we try to do is sort of celebrate those elements of remote that I think make it or, or hybrid that make it special because it makes, I think it, it kind of keeps people feeling more connected. If, if when they're taking advantage of those remote or hybrid elements, it's celebrated as opposed to it being sort of, you know, brushed under the table and we're pretending like we're all in the office five days a week. Uh, I think we can kind of like take advantage of those things and, and celebrate them. Wonderful. We are all almost out of time for today, Aaron. I'm sad to say, I, I don't want to make you cry because I'm sure that you want to keep <laughs> going forever and ever. But, um, well, our, our shows are only a certain length and we're almost out of time for today. Before we do wrap up, however, how can our listeners connect with you? So maybe that's uh, through your LinkedIn. Perhaps you want to share your email address, maybe your Twitter, Instagram and whatever else. And also, how can they learn more about all the cool things happening over at Kudo Board? Yeah, absolutely. So, so people are welcome to email me directly, you know, Aaron at kudoboard.com, A-A-R-O-N at kudoboard.com. Um, our company also has a LinkedIn page. You can find it there just by searching for KudoBoard. Um, and if you're interested in the product, you know, either to replace the card that's passed around and signed or, or for things like um, shout outs, company events, things like that, I uh, go to kudoboard.com slash business and you can sign up for a free trial there and get started. Wonderful. Aaron, you're a nice guy. I love the mission of Kudo Board. I think you guys do awesome things. So with all that said, keep it up, sir. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Um, and thank you very much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Bill, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. 
There are hundreds of conversations with business experts available for free on the HR Gazette website, Apple, Spotify, and all the main platforms. And remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media.